I'll come back. 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 And then I will say that we're online and do the five, four, three, two, one thing. That was not the actual thing. Just I know. I was going to ask if that was the real thing. You were garbage at it today. No, I would totally let you know if I did the five, four, three, oh my God. Priest, two, I'll kill you. one. Hello, and welcome to the Barcast, where the bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening will be a non-pencil. Priest, I will freaking kill you. Enigmatic Otaku. At least no one's killing me this time. Milk. Snore. Ravage. I hope you bury the body. I'm basically a dead man. This week, we have a very special guest to continue the wondrous, exciting BabsCon month as we count down to the 100th episode. Everyone get hype. This week, we have a very wonderful individual. By the He plays the character for BabsCon, Andreas, but we know him very well as De uh, Gabe. Ugh. Did you say Andreas? <laughs> Andreas. As in, like, San Andreas. Man, Priest, you have been on a stuttering round for the past few weeks. Be nice. Oh. I haven't been doing my vocal exercises, I'm sorry. Priest, reintroduce our guest like a good boy. We have the wonderful Gabe with us. I would just like to apologize in advance for what is likely to be an extremely boring interview. Oh, don't be mean to yourself, man. Oh, wait, unless you're saying I'm boring. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a jerk. Not, not at all. I just, uh, I really don't find much about myself that's all that interesting. My uh, life's pretty bland and blase. I'm just another guy. Well, well we're going to show... Podcast, everyone. Good night. Just kidding. We're uh... going to show to the world what we see in you. And so... For those who are tuning into the podcast for the very first time, welcome. The Barcast is a community-focused podcast where we can get to know the people behind the avatar, where you get to ask the questions and you ask for the guests. Then we get those guests together, ask those questions, and make them miserable for two hours. It's wonderful. Stick around. Just like every other week, we have drinking words for you to play along with us at home. Whenever we say, you know... No, that's actually the word. Whenever we say, you know. Yeah. You, you know. Drink. We, need, you we drink. need to put this in quotes right now. You know. Yep. It's officially one word, you know. You know. I, oh, you know. I, I you know that. the word. You know. You know the word, you know. If you want to catch up on some awesome other stuff, especially since we're in the midst of BabsCon month and we have things like very exclusive discount codes, be sure to check out our other podcasts out on iTunes, Google Play Music, Ponyville Live, YouTube, the whole spiel. And of course, right now, live we're live on Twitch, and the lovely Anon Pencil is watching our Twitch chat for any questions that you may have. Pencil, what's going to be some example of questions you won't, won't relay to our guest? Uh, this time we're doing a PG-13 cast, so I'm not going to be asking, uh, you know, that question. Yeah, that question. I'm going to be asking that question. So, uh... I'm gonna make sure we're not we're not gonna talk about religion or politics like usual, and we're also not gonna be asking anything really horrible. That means I'm not saying the f word, or at least I'm gonna try. 
So you guys, if it has that word in it, we're not doing that either, you know? Uh, other than that, uh, ask interesting questions. I already see Alex asking a good question to start off with, because it is a good variation of our usual question, if uh, you're up for that, Priest. Oh, go for it. All right. Um, then here's the first question, Gabe. Gabe. Go for it. How big is your hand? It is exactly five fingers wide. There you oh, go. You, you heard it here first. The first. Oh. Uh, I'm just okay. I'm gonna leave it alone. Oh, wait. Are you counting your Are you counting your thumb as a finger? A thumb is a finger. Uh, what, what What can I say? I never. I didn't major in anatomy. I'm. It's okay. I'm just. I'm gonna swallow all of the jokes I can make about this because I realize it's inappropriate and I'm being good, you guys. I'm just gonna drink my drink. Please take over. Well, I'll take away, and we will get into some actual interview questions. Shocker, I know. We'll start with question number one. Gabe, who are no. you, and what what do you do for the fandom? Let's do a light introduction. I do for the fandom. I uh, well, I take up space and uh, breathe a lot of oxygen. But other than that, uh, seriously, I uh, basically I'm just known for playing the role of Andreas at the uh, big stage show that they have uh, every year at Fast. Well, well, they haven't had it every year. They've only had the, uh, we have these theme characters, we have these stories, and uh, enough to be cast in a role that I have a lot of fun with and I enjoy doing. Wonderful. Um, for those who may be interested, how, um, how did you come into this role? Um, who tapped your shoulder? How did you get to um, be involved in this wonderful convention? Well, it was a little over three years ago at uh, Pacific Pony Con in San Diego. Actually, the story goes a little beyond that, uh, farther into well, the past, but I'll give you a short version. What, what was that you said? Oh, I uh, said, oh, by, by all means, you know, fill us in with all the details you find it important. Yeah. It goes all the way back to the first BabsCon, where uh, we had the first ever voice equestria contest that uh, I was in. Oh. And now I didn't win it. And that's okay. I, I understand we're not allowed to really talk about names, but uh, the, the fan, the participant who did win, deserves it. Absolutely incredible talent. But the following BabsCon, they called me to do a voice for this promotional video that uh, they were going to show, but but it fell through. The animation never got done in time, but uh, at the con, uh, she told me, hey, we're still going to show it. You're still going to get your shining moment. And uh, the day one passed, day two passed, it's going to happen. Day three passed, it's going to happen. Day four passed, it was the end of the con. It never happened. And uh, I mean, I wore it with a smile and all, but... Uh, Told this higher up, I told them, you know, uh, I, I understand that these things happen, but still, I'm kind of hurt. I felt it was my shining moment, and I, uh, and I kind of got denied. Right, of course. I, I'm sure everyone's been there. So, come Pacific PonyCon, uh, there I am, uh, drinking at the hotel bar alone. Big surprise. Higher up from BabsCon, she comes up to me, she says, 
talk to you about this uh, story we're going to be start doing uh, next year, our hero theme, and we want you to play a bad guy henchman that eventually turns good, and he's this really big guy. He's kind of the pony version of of the thing from the Fantastic Four. He's big, he's strong, he's a little surly, but he's hiding a wounded heart. He really is lovable on the inside. She showed me a picture of Andreas. I said, uh, well, gosh, I mean, I'm really flattered that you'd approach me, uh, but wouldn't, uh, again, I know you don't want me mentioning names, so, right, so wouldn't else. this one guy, guy be good, or uh, wouldn't this other guy be better? Uh, they both live in the Bay Area. Or available. Oh, ow. <laughs> oh. So, uh, lucky me. But hey, you know, now you've done, um, will this be your third year doing this role? This is, uh, year number three, yes. Wow. Awesome. How does it feel that you kind of have this reliable character that you can fall back on and you can say that you are Andreas? Well, that's just it. I'm not Andreas. Andreas is uh, just a role that I play. I mean, I'm very fond of the role. I've uh, I've come I've come to feel a bit attached to it. But uh, but you know, maybe next year uh, we'll attend, and if they can find someone else to play Andreas, or if Andreas is even going to be next year, I don't want to give too much away. But someone else, uh, I wouldn't mind. Well, awesome. I... It's really interesting to see the person behind it, and it's really refreshing to see such a humble soul um, jump on and join us. Um, so what got you into the Brony fandom itself? Uh, you obviously mentioned going to several Babs cons and Pacific Pony Con. What drew you to Bronyism specifically? Well, before we go any further, I, uh, I'd like to bring something up. Uh, the term Brony against that word. I, uh, if you want to call me a brony, you go right ahead. It's just that uh, I myself kind of prefer not to use that word because I feel it's too compartmentalizing. I say, like what you like, and the hell with labels. I like that. There's, there shouldn't be anything wrong with liking one thing or another thing. I can totally understand that. Uh, anyway, what got me into it, um... This was way back in the days of uh, Live Journal. The mine, we were going back and forth, and they posted a gift from uh, from My Little Pony from the opening episode. As a matter of fact, the first episode ended with a gift of a dog vomiting because I thought this was just some some cutesy, sugary, saccharine piece of crap that I want nothing to do with. Oh. But then he talked about watching an episode. Episode, I said, all right, let's give this a go. This does not feel insulted at all. What is going on here? I watched more episodes. I uh, learned that there were other people interested in it. I talked to them about it, and uh, yeah. But, uh, but, but yeah, I just uh, I learned to love the show because uh, storytelling was well, the stories were well written. The characters were genuinely likable without and sympathetic without being saccharine. The humor was actually funny. Visuals are a bit simplistic and stylized, but that's about the only criticism I have of it. And what I appreciate most 
is that even though it is a property to entertain children, mm-hmm. he founded them. It respects their intelligence. And, and as someone who wants to get into children's entertainment myself, that's, that's very important to me. It's amazing how the things that we like the most can teach us the most valuable lessons. All right. Um, uh, yeah. Next question. Um, of our community, um, I think is the best way to, to express our general holi- uh, holistic force. Um, what would you say is your favorite aspect of it, of creative works? Like they, would you say the music, the conventions that bring people together, the online community, fan fiction, music, art? Yeah. I would say that as a, an aspiring voice actor myself, I am really amazed by how comfortable the professionals are to be involved with this whole convention scene, with the chance to meet their fans. Uh, they're, they're very accommodating, very understanding, very open, and, uh, and I'm really impressed by that. Cool. Um, if there's one thing that you could say to the people that follow your work or um, people who really like <laughs> Andreas, <laughs> um, that really admire your performances that you put out on uh, stage at BabsCon every year, um, what suggestions or advice would you give to them? you are interested in becoming an actor, the best advice I can give to you is play well your role, therein all the honor lies. You're happy. Wonderful. All right, and last but not least, the most hotly debated question of this last 10 years, well, more like six, whatever. Anyway, who is the best pony? Spike is best pony. We're done. We're done here. <laughs> you have chosen poorly, oh. sir. Leave Spike alone. He's awesome. No. Oh my god. I will not. The queen of Spike hatred has arisen. What? A, I, okay, she pencil sounded like one of the witches from Macbeth just now. Oh, that's actually really sweet. Thank you, Enigma. Really nice. my thumb. Something wicked this way comes. Oh my god, he does it better. Not bad. Mind. Not bad. Great voice work. Good. Um, Thank you. For those who are audio crazy at home, uh, can we politely ask what sort of uh, microphone that you use or prefer to use? Uh, it is a, let me see, I got here. It's a, I forget the actual brand name. It's an LA320. I, I, I'd have to look it up. I, I, I don't know off the uh, top of my head. All I know is that it costs, uh, oh. it costs 100 bucks. Okay. And, uh, it, it, that's a I, lot. I'm, I'm not using that mic to talk to you right now. It's, uh, I'm, I'm just using the microphone that was built onto my laptop because we were, we were having some technical issues before the show. Right. Of ah. course. That is a Lawton Audio uh, 320 large diaphragm tube condenser. 
That sounds about right. My apologies. I'm working on building a, an audio studio, so I'm, I'm a little crazy on mics at the moment. But anyway, that is all the actual interview questions we have. It's time for what everyone's waiting for, the questions from our film fiction thread, the questions from the Twitch chat. So let's jump straight in for, to Rundown Jet, um, our favorite and most hated Canadian listener. Let's start with question number one. What is a meal or snack that you enjoy, which others may find unappetizing or even disgusting? Meal or snack? Uh, every once in a while, I'll have some pork rinds. Ooh. Plain, you know, plain, pork, plain pork rinds or the kind that have like the, the flaming... Uh, barbecue flavor. Chicharrones. Oh, yes. That's the way you do it. I've, I've actually... Uh, found out recently that pork rinds are low carb and so a friend of mine who has diabetes can have them Ooh. all right uh, i've also had haggis in the past oh good I, stuff i've oh, always yeah. wanted to have haggis it's so good haggis. um question where do you find good haggis i have trouble tracking it down i only ever found it at a renaissance fair in las vegas and it was it was covered in gravy, so maybe maybe that. Uh, no, no, it's good in gravy. You're, you're flavor, flavor more mild, but uh, uh, but it really it really doesn't taste all that different from liver. Uh, yeah, and no, liver, you're it, right. it, it, it tastes, tastes good. Just gotta you know not think about exactly what it is and just kind of go along for the ride. Hey. Hey, it's still tasty, even if what's in it is awful. Ha ha! Anyway, it's I, I mean, for haggis, they like force feed the, the sheep or whatever it is, like all the stuff, or do they put it after? No, 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 they don't no. For, no, Enigma, no, they don't force feed. A, you are so dumb. You do not force feed a sheep ingredients and then kill it. That's not, that's not how sausage works. How do you think they make sausage? Like, ah, sorry. I'm done. It's okay. It's okay, I'm not going to swear to Enigma. Enigma That's is a whole... dumb, and you need to learn some things, and you need a dang, no, no, dang, e yes, you need a dang education child. That's a special, special way to prepare haggis. Uh, uh, all the sheep used to prepare haggis are put down in a very humane manner. It's, it's, it's more euthanasia than anything. It's true. They uh, made sure to give it its final meal. It's a whole different kind of blood pudding. It's very similar, actually, but it's different. All right, we'll <laughs> go to question number two. Uh, Gabe, what is your favorite movie? Would be a toss-up. My favorite movie of all time is probably Fritz Lang's M, but my favorite American film is Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. Ooh, good choices. Oh. M's one that I've had on my list for a while, so... Thank you for the resounding suggestion. Uh, have you seen it, or are you wanting to see it? I am wanting to see it. What, what's M? I know what Psycho is, but what's M? M is a film by Fritz Lang. It's a German impressionist. It was, uh, it was shortly before he left Germany for America. It was a first starring role, and he stars as this... Uh, disturbed man who kills children. The story and the way it's presented and the performances and all, by the end, you actually feel sympathetic for him because it's beyond his control. Interesting. That was not the way the movie was described to me, so now you've further captured me. 
describe to you? Um, a very interesting depiction of anti-heroism. Anti-heroism? I, I wouldn't call him an anti-hero of any sort. Uh, uh, I think it offers a pretty interesting study of uh, versus mob role, but anti-heroism? I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that myself, no. Oh, I'll have to watch it and then get back to my friend about that. Let's move on to... Let, let me know what you think. Will do. Uh, let's go to question number three. Why is bagged milk the bestest milk? Because it makes me happy I am lactose intolerant. <laughs> wait, 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 what? wait. The, the bag removes the lactose? No, it's just uh, I, when I see milk in a bag, it makes me happy that I'm not allowed to drink it. Ah! Oh. <laughs> so bagged milk is best when it literally never leaves the bag. Yes. It, th thank you for making me feel bad about milk. Nope. I feel <laughs> I, you don't understand. I hate bagged milk, so I am proud of you. Thanking you, I'm thanking the bagged milk. So, <laughs> so thank you I to mean, our neighbors for the north. I mean, uh, with... they have hockey. They can stay. Bovine secretions, unappetizing. Thank you. He doesn't like cow juices. You know, but with bagged milk, you can bite into it and pretend to be a milk vampire. Moving on. Oh my god! <laughs> Moving on. Oh my god! Oh, that was good. Oh, I have tears in my eyes from that one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. Question number four. I'm gonna actually yep. ask this one to both you, Gabe, and Andreas. So uh, we'll start with you first. Um, what is your biggest or weirdest fear that you have? Biggest or weirdest fear? Uh, I get really grossed out by cockroaches. Ooh, yeah. I can feel that. They're they're. That's a game answer if you want. Andreas's greatest fear. Oh, hold on. Give me a minute. <clears throat> Ooh, yay. Fear would be, uh, you know, after I found this wonderful group of friends and practically a family in, in Golden Gates and in Silver Span and Copper Chip. Oh, I felt my heart leap a little bit. Oh, that was wonderful. All right. Number five. Everyone's got one. I can definitely attest to me having one. I tend to not shut my mouth. Number five, what is that one annoying habit that you have that others can't stand? Gabe. I have a very bad habit of selling myself short and putting myself down. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people can relate to you on that one. Not just me. Let's see. Number six. What would be a good theme song for your life? I was actually thinking about this very question earlier today. I, I didn't know you were going to ask me it, but uh, I think it's by ELO. It's called The Grand Illusion. Ooh. Something that... So if you feel your life is a great confusion, because you never win the game that it's a grand illusion because deep inside we're all the same I yeah. think that's a good message 
Yeah, that's a good one. I was totally ready for you to come out with Mr. Blue Sky, and then boom, like the niche hit. Really nice. Now then, we'll move to our next questions then. We have some from Tony Montana. Um, uh -huh. He starts by saying, oh, a Spike fan. Well, could you please yeah. explain for, uh, why Spike is your favorite character to us, and especially to fellow Spike enthusiasts Anon Pencil? Yes, please do. <laughs> well, perhaps I'm a bit biased because Spike is an archetypical little brother sort, and I grew up as a little brother myself. So have a uh, similar sense of humor. It's uh, it's a bit sarcastic, a bit dry. We can both be a little short-tempered at times, but uh, deep down we have a good heart. I like you, that. You also forgot the part where you both breathe fire. Uh, no, only when I have Thai food. Uh... <laughs> I like it. Let's see. I'm going to do a quick refresh to make Let sure. Let the record show I didn't yell at anyone and I didn't swear. I'm going to have a drink now. You but, is, she, is she going to punch me afterwards just to let off the oh, steam? Oh, yes. Oh, so much. Let's go to questions now from Ratchet Starfall, who wants to get this off right. Question number one. We may have already tread this ground, uh, given your preference to Hitchcock, but... Number one is, what is your favorite horror movie? My favorite horror movie is probably John Carpenter's The Thing. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Wait, 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 wait. The original? Wait, 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 wait. Which of the three versions? Not, not, you... uh, not, not The Thing from Another Planet. Not the one from the 50s, 60s. I'm talking about the one that was made in the 80s. John Carpenter's and, uh, The Thing. The, well, yes. Yeah. So not, the re not the remake, then. Not not the prequel. I, I actually never saw the prequel. I wanted to, but uh, but I mean, what's the point? You know how it ends. I I hear that they did practical effects for that movie, but then someone said, "Screw it, we're going to put CGI instead." Oh, that's a, that's a shame. Question number two is: What is your favorite horror novel? Favorite horror novel? I uh, I remember reading. I remember reading Carrie by Stephen King. I quite enjoyed it. That's a pretty good novel and a quick read. All right. I also uh, I also read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein classic. Great. Oh, that is classic horror. We There's... we we share in that sentiment then because I love that book as well. Great, isn't it? I think it's a really nice book. The problem that I had is um, when I had to read it, it was during um, the education system. And so American education tends to break down and be like, this is why this is a good line. This is why this is special. And so it can kind of suck the fun out of even the best of novels. I have a question. I have a question, and it's an off-topic Question, but it's an important one to me since the, the one in the thread asked it. <sighs> so I have a picture and I have a question. All right. Gabe, would you hug mm. this pony? Would you hug this pony? Would you would you hug this pony? Uh uh 
Am I familiar with this pony? It's Thing Pony. It's the yeah. pony based off of John Carpenter's Thing. Since, since, I, since I made everyone here promise to keep this PG-13, I'll paraphrase. Mm. You fucking kidding me. Are you saying you wouldn't wrap your hooves around those tentacles? Oh my god, they're not tentacles. Anyway, I'm sorry. Just as a fellow thing enthusiast, I wanted to put that out there. Who put the emoji for a hug? Is <laughs> oh, that's that's Alex. Okay. Of course. That's all. Sorry, that's all. all Thank right, you all right. for indulging me. Uh, uh, question number three. That's a, that's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good drawing. I like it. It's well done. Question number three now is: What is your favorite horror game that you've had the chance to play? That's gonna be difficult to answer because uh, games. Or are we talking about video games, RPGs, board games? Oh, um, I think it's intended to be video games. Okay, video games is difficult to answer because just about every horror game, every horror video game on the market in history, horror and is a survival game, and I'm I'm just not into survival games. Uh, I I much prefer RPGs myself. Now, if you're talking about tabletop RPGs of New World of Darkness. Uh, Vampire Requiem, uh, Werewolf the Outcast, The Forsaken. Forsaken, that's what it is. I want to... Oh, I like New World of Darkness better than Old World of Darkness, and as far as board games go, awesome. uh, I like Betrayal at the ho- House on the Hill. That's what it's called. Yes! I that's love one of my that game. favorite games. One of my favorite it's games. Be the best we'll play it. Um, I have I, a copy. I might just do that. You don't need to. I have a copy, and I'm bringing it. Oh, but do you have all the expansions? No. I have them. By, by all means, I'd love to. All right. Um, but also, I want to give you a big hug, because in college, I did an All the World of Darkness campaign, um, Mage the Ascension, uh, and oh, it just it sounds so good to hear it brought up. Oh, Omod, Omod was okay. World of Darkness better because uh, Old World of Darkness had that meta plot of, uh, you know, oh, the world is ending for the werewolves and, uh, oh, there's good vampires and there's bad vampires. In New World of Darkness, it's a lot more dualistic. It's a lot more, okay, you are thrust into this world as your character. What do you do? What is your motivation? I can totally understand that. It definitely felt like in the old one, it was kind of boxed into a corner at times. But um, let's get back to the, the interview. My bad. That, that uh, is my fault. No, my bad. I, I brought it up. Number four, um, creep, favorite creepypasta or horror-based fan fiction? Do you have any uh, inclinations to that part of the internet? A favorite horror-based fan fiction? Um... Wow, that's a blast from the past. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I I really don't read that. Uh, I really don't read that much fan fiction. I uh, I I kind of liked uh, that one bit of fan fiction. It's not horror. It was uh, Nicks of the Night. Oh, uh, past six. 
yeah, I, I kind of like that one, but uh, otherwise I don't really read fan fiction, but uh, anyone, I'll uh, skim over it. All right. We'll have to keep that in mind as we go on further. Uh, number five, what is the scariest video you've ever seen? I'm guessing this is stuff on YouTube, things like that online, not necessarily a movie. The Hulk Hogan sex tape. Wait, what? What? We can't ask more about this because this is a PG-13 cast. But I'm after just... the cast, you're going to tell me some things about this, okay? Oh, yeah, brother. Please Let's stop. Let's move on. Snap it to a dungeon. <laughs> oh, for the third time, it. he's out. No, no, he's up. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I'm just going to melt on the floor for a second. Let's go to questions. From RK Striker JK5, question number one What is your favorite non My Little Pony franchise? I don't know if it counts as a franchise, but I, I really like MST3K. Oh, yes. Oh, man. I still, they, they are the reason that I want to actually watch Mono's Hands of Fate. I can totally, I can totally relate. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. Question number two is: I'll go um, on. Have you ever done anything fan-related for a non-MLP franchise? Have I ever done anything fan-related? Well, uh, well, I again, I don't really know if it's a franchise, but. Uh, uh, comedy music, uh, particularly, you know, the sort of thing they play on Dr. Demento, and I recorded a couple of song parodies here and there. Cool! Um, if anyone is interested in checking out your music, is there a way, like a SoundCloud, that they can go check it out? Yeah, there actually is a SoundCloud. It's, uh, I know you don't want me to use my last name, but, uh... Oh, no, if you just if provide us a link, we can share if you have a link, we can share it in chats, and that's totally okay. I can pull it up here. Hold on a sec. Sorry, it's taking a while here. Oh, no should worries. We, should we fill in while he fetches this link? Enigma, if you say... Go ahead, uh, ask, me a, ask me a different question. Okay. Um, we're now going to some questions from Dash Till Dawn. Um, who has a really wonderful avatar. What a nice new avatar, Dash Teldon, or maybe I'm just blind. Um, do you enjoy your work with BabsCon and uh, just your interactions with the fandom in general? Uh, and can you elaborate? Uh, I, being an actor, of course, I love uh, just about any opportunity to act. And, uh, and you know, most of the... Uh, most of the fans I run into are pretty well behaved, uh, m much better behaved than at other cons that I've been to way in the past, but uh, it, it really is a great cast that I get to work with. Um, I wish that they were as friendly to me after the con was over than they, were, than they are at the con, but uh, I do. I enjoy myself. I, I especially love uh, going to the Cutie Mark Crusaders uh, clubhouse, uh, hanging with my friend Baba, the kids, it's, it's fun. Right, of course. 
Oh, uh, see, the next question is, um, what would you say is your most embarrassing moment that you're willing to share? Uh, pony related was probably the last year having the, they were having the lip sync contest and I did, I lip synced Michelle Kreber's cover of Dead or Alive. I thought it would be good for a few laughs, but, uh, it stole valuable time from the that panel together, and uh, and in the end, I I felt pretty rotten about it. Oh, but the the Creepers are very nice people. I'm sure she was very understanding. They they weren't there. Oh. Okay. No, no. Thank goodness they weren't there. I... Right, right. Of course, my mistake. I. I... I must not have uh, it, it just didn't click in my head. Um, let's see, number four. Uh, what is your biggest regret that you're willing to share? Wow, it's uh, right down to one. I have so many. A the biggest mistake I've ever made in life. That would be my advice for any young person out there who is in the creative or the performing arts. Do not go to college. College, do not study the art you prefer because you will learn nothing there except how to hate your art and hate yourself. Do then what I know now. Parents and just told them, hey, Give me the money. I'm going to move to LA and I'm going to study voice acting with Dawes Butler. Here. Wow. Okay. That's, that's definitely some unique advice that we haven't heard before, but uh, once again, you're someone who's in the industry. Just, it's just uh, my, my experience. I, I could be wrong. It's kind of one of those things where, you know, you can't really cut your teeth until you jump in feet first. Pretty much. All right. Um, final question from Dash Till Dawn is, how are you having fun with the Barcast so far? I love it. Wonderful. We're happy to hear that. Having me on, I appreciate I'm it. always glad to hear that our guests are having fun. Definitely. All right. Question. Next question comes from Sunbro for Life, our resident Dark Souls fan. Um, what is your favorite video game? My favorite video game of all time would be Shadowrun for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System because I'm a big fan top version. I thought it was a wonderful game overall and uh, I would kill to find a good tabletop campaign of it anywhere. Have you had the chance to check out some of the um, independently developed uh, Shadowrun uh, spiritual successors? Oh, you mean uh, Shadowrun Returns? Yeah, it's great. I. I was going to ask if you ever played the remake for the uh, for the Xbox 360 and the PS PlayStation 3. I think they were shooters. They were first-person shooters. Get out! <laughs> so you're aware of them. The buck out. Oh. Uh, uh, can you explain to us why you hate it? Why would you take? One of the most popular RPG platforms 
bomb and turn it into a shooter. Why, why not? Uh, why not? Uh, well, let's go back. Why don't, why don't we take Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and turn it into a musical comedy? I would actually like that. I think they did that. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously it's not for everyone and it's not going to, you know, appeal to the original target audience. But, um, you know, to some people, maybe uh, but, that's but, what they really. If, okay. if you like the game, that's fine. Just don't ask me to play. Totally fair. Totally fair. Um, well, question number two is kind of tangentially related. Uh, what is your favorite boss fight? Favorite boss fight would be when I was let go from a really crappy job and uh, one of my coworkers started insulting me as I was walking away, charged them saying I was going to break their bucking neck. My manager got between him and I. I shoved my manager to the ground and I told him, next time you catch, next time you get cancer, I hope you die. Got him. Because he had it coming. Totally. I, I totally believe you. Um, so then I'll ask a completely different question. Uh, what would you say is your favorite video game boss fight? <laughs> That's what you meant, isn't it? Oh my god. <laughs> No, it's it's totally oh, wow. okay. Uh, video game boss fight. Um, since it's my favorite video game, uh, Drake from Shadowrun, the uh, final dragon boss. Right, of course. I, I love shooting him in the, in the 360 version. Enigma. <laughs> you are treading thin ground. We may have to put you in the timeout corner again. We will, uh, too. All right. Um, question number three. Have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? Ah. Ah. Oh, my God. Accepted him into my heart, you boob. I haven't got a heart. <laughs> I don't think he's got a boob, either. Hi there. Oh. Hi there, and welcome to the Skeletor podcast. You're, you're, uh, I'm not going to make that joke, but that's fine. I feel like there should be a convention where everyone is Skeletor. Welcome to the Skeletor podcast where we have the power! <laughs> I, uh, I, I've actually, I, I almost had a chance to meet Alan Oppenheimer once. Really? Uh, at a convention, uh, it, it it was a convention I was supposed to go to, but something came up. I wasn't able to go to it, and uh, shame. It's uh, he's he's getting up there in years. I'd I'd like to meet him at least once. Well, I'm sure there's going to be at least some option. You know, if he he loves his fans, I'm sure he's he'll he'll get out there at least maybe one more time. Um, but speaking of say like community guests and folk, I'll I'll step away from the questions for a second. Um, what would you say right. are uh, some of your favorite convention experiences with professionals? Or those who are in the biz, so to speak? I will tell you not only my favorite pro story, but my favorite uh, MLP convention story. After the first ever, it was during the first ever BabsCon. 
like I said, I was part of the Voice Equestria contest. Didn't win, but the uh, the talent who did win deserved to. Paul Oliver, who, by the way, classiest people I've ever met. Me and the rest of the quote-unquote losers to buy us a couple rounds at uh, Knuckles, the hotel bar. Ooh. And, uh, well, I had, but before I head over there, I stopped by, uh, by the table of, of Dana Simpson, dedicated cartoonist, creator of Phoebe and her, uh, Phoebe and her unicorn. You might've heard of it. Dear I, friend of mine. I, I do believe I've heard of it. Yes. Friend of mine. Wonderful lady. And I asked her if she'd like to join us. So, uh, so we're all there in knuckles. We're all sitting around having drinks, uh, you know, shooting the breeze, talking. And Peter New is there as well have a chance to uh, get up away from the table and, uh, you know, talk to Peter Renew a little one-on-one. -on -one. I'm talking about, uh, you know, what I've done in voice acting so far, what I want to accomplish. And, uh, and Dana's there standing next to me. At some point, Peter Renew asks a very simple question. Now, I have this bad habit of being humble in the face of greatness. So... So naturally, I start getting evasive. I'm like, oh, well, I, I mean, I have acted in the past. Uh, can you act? Well, according to my directors, I have. Act. Uh, well, what I mean to say, at this point, Dana grabs my arm, digging into my flesh very politely and says, can you excuse us for a moment? Your way spins me around, looks me dead in the eye. Best paraphrasing of a line from Ghostbusters I have ever heard in my life. Mm -hmm. When Peter New asks you if you can act, you say yes. <laughs> Peter asks, Yes, yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, that was great. <laughs> oh, such wonderful people. Oh, man. All right. I'd say that uh, that was probably my, my number one experience. That's awesome. Um, I'll take for another question from the chat. Um, they really were impressed with your Skeletor voice. They want to know if you can do a raptor sound. I can do a what? A raptor that, sound. That last part uh, dropped out. What's that? Raptor sound. Like, like a velociraptor. Like a velociraptor noise. They want, they want to know if you can make a raptor noise. Nicely done. Oh. I, I think at this point the chat is like collecting... Yes, so you will be added to the collection. <laughs> the, the raptor collection. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, maybe uh, uh, maybe something more like. I I I, I can't. Uh, oh, that's uh, good. Uh, oh, I like that. That's really good. good. That's oh, like curious tilting head raptor. I like it. <laughs> if if he if he can bleed, we can kill him. Oh, it is a little predator like, actually. Yeah. All right, we'll go to the next question. An Number ugly motherfucker. 
All right. Oh, uh, no, uh, sorry, uh, uh, no, wait. Uh, both biceps would say it. You are one ugly motherfucker. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hurry <laughs> <laughs> up. Oh. Give me. Someone write it. The predator version with bulk biceps. I would actually read this. I, I would read the heck out of that. So somebody it. I would read Number four. Uh, you are in Tiny Horse Hamlet, a.k.a. Ponyville. What business would you start? How small of a Hamlet are we talking? And does uh, it get a lot of trainers going through it? I, I think he, the... He, yeah, he, the, the, the question asker usually means Ponyville. Uh, I would open a playhouse uh, to teach the uh, the Foles and the Phillies and the Colts uh, about the and put on little plays. That's awesome. I bet you'd even get some of the really cool ponies like Rarity to come in and uh, volunteer from time to time. If it would that, that'd be pretty awesome. Otherwise, I'd uh, probably open a saloon. Ooh, I like that. Advent fanatics there every night. Uh, Stand-up comedy one night, magic the other. Uh, dancing one night and just uh, serve cider. If well, if I recall, uh, the didn't the only time the school children ever put on a play was to like where they were all dressed as fruits. Oh, and cheerily in the uh, rarities uh, flashback. Yeah, for some reason they were all dressed like fruits. The weird dancing uh, display. Well, they make quite a pair, don't they? Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> uh, side question. Glad we uh, mentioned this. Go ahead. I said, Orange, you glad we mentioned this idea? Uh, oh that was oh painful. Oh man. Puns. Um, so much puns. For, forgive, forgive me, I, I do tend to bury on. Oh <laughs> my gosh. Uh, I am going to grab another question that folks usually are curious about. Uh, if you did open your own saloon, what would you call it? What would be your witty name? I'm, uh, I'm not sure I have a witty name. It's uh, probably a horseshoe review, but they'd sue the pants off me if ponies wore pants. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm completely blanking. Nothing comes to mind. I, uh, here, let me have some more IPA. That'll help. Wonderful. Well, we can figure out a good name for the cartoon saloon later on. I, I was going to suggest Spit Spittoon. The Spit Spittoon? Yeah. Isn't that, don't they already have that in Appaloosa? Is it? Oh, it was the Salty Spittoon. No, I'm thinking of the, the, um. You're thinking of Spongebob! I, I was, no, I was thinking of that game with the Squid Kids, with the ink. Splatoon. Splatoon. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna stand in the Enigma corner for a while. And... Yeah. <laughs> That's not, it's, my, it's my corner, get out. <laughs> Number I marked, five. I marked this corner. Oh god, don't Gross. touch it! Gross. <laughs> we'll get some alcohol and rub it down. Rubbing alcohol. Number five. Wow, wow, oh wow, wow, pre- Hey, watch that in you. Why didn't you make it gross? Okay, number five. <laughs> I'm sorry! Number five. Where... 
Oh, sorry. Well, oh, I almost messed that up. <clears throat> Where in the world is Common San Diego? In syndication. Wait, oh, what? I know. Did you not hear that? I, I, I heard syndication, whatever that means. It, syndication. That's what she did. She's oh, in syndication. Enigma, do you not know what syndication means? I do now. not. Now, oh. the transfer of something for control or management by a group of individuals or organizations. You mean a syndicate? Well, and, yeah. And, I'm sorry, but if I have to explain the joke, it's not funny. I, I apologize for that. It's okay. Oh. I understood what you're getting at. Smart show, jokes. Show and show syndication. It's. We'll, we'll talk about your vocabulary lesson. We'll get you up to grade level someday. I promise. I okay. We'll 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 get back to explaining the difference between canon and canon. I know the difference. Sure. Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, one shoots confetti and the other shoots iron balls. Oh my okay. okay, so we're we're gonna move on now. <laughs> Number five. Gabe, do you even praise, bro? That is a Dark Souls reference. Do I even praise, bro? Um, I'm not about to say one way or another my feelings towards matters spiritual or religious. Um. I'll break it down a little further because it's an internet meme. Um, oh, oh, I see. What they mean, if you had to choose between Celestia or Luna, the sun or the moon, what would you choose? I think you're cutting out a little bit. I apologize. Well, can, can, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah. we got you. Discord. <laughs> Oh, got him. There you this go. Is, this is a first, actually. <laughs> All right. We'll go to uh, one of our dedicated viewers, Latrius, who starts by saying, if you could hug one of the original changelings, would you? Well, I think it would depend. Do I know this changeling? Are we familiar? And do they want to be hugged? <laughs> Consent counts for a lot. Oof. A good answer. It's very important. The same question would come to a bat pony and a normal pony. Oh, sorry. No, just the bat pony. The same for all of them. Do I know them? Are we familiar? And do they want to be hugged? All right. And then the final question is, if you could hug one consensual pony of your choice, who would you hug? I, uh, 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 sticking to the main six... I would probably say Fluttershy. Aww. Because she is, she is kind, she is sensitive, she is friendly, and uh, I, I appreciate those qualities in a person. Or a pony. Just, just don't hug her, the tail because she drags that thing on the ground a lot. It's probably full of dirt and stuff. Yeah, and all the animals. Well, it, it, it gives a little rodents a place to hide. <laughs> She's got like some pebbles and twigs in there, maybe. Oh, come on, Enigma. Don't be gross. All right. Now, our next question comes from a familiar friend, Fiora. Or, uh, Fiora? Fiora. Oh, uh, dear. What have I done now? You could just ruin it and just call her uh, 
Fiore or something like that. Just the anger. No, it's it's French. All right, all right. Since, since, since it's from Fiora, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh, Andreas's favorite greeting for Queen Quake. All right. Okay. Go for it. Oh, look, kids, a hood ornament and a cheap red dress. Oh. Jeez! Wow. <laughs> the shade being tossed. And funny enough, this question actually works for both you and Andreas. So, Gabe. Why would you ever agree to work with a bunch of such crazy ponies? Agree to work with me. I, I can't afford to be choosy. Good. Well said. But why would Andreas decide to side with the good guys? But first, Priest is going to say the name right, because not Andreas. Andreas, I apologize. Dan Andreas. <laughs> you have been stuttering. Hey, don't, it's not a stutter. It's a mispronunciation. There's a difference. Get it right, Enigma. No. Well, I bruised. I was lost. I wasn't sure what to do, and they welcomed me. They opened their arms to me, and they were the first. I mean, other than Devonitis, they were the first real friends I ever had. Oh. Don't you mean you opened, they opened their hooves for you? Enigma. Well, well who, Enigma. who's coming at the end? Oh, oh, they opened their forelegs to me. Let's, uh, let's split the difference. <laughs> All right, I'm going to move to questions now from Hawthorne Bunny. Hey, hey, hey. How about before you go to the next block? Oh, I right, it's time... It's time to talk about the horses. Yes, it is. Let me have my swig, and I will do the thing. Ah, it is at halfway time through the cast, everybody. That means it's time to talk about something that we do. We. Now, let me press that enter. There we go. <clears throat> Here on the barcast, we do a lot of crazy things all the time. But there's something you need to know about us. We're not awful people. Well, we are, but just sometimes. Most of the time, we're actually donating all our proceeds to charity. We give these proceeds to real live horses at Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. So go to our Patreon. Don't what you have. We'll take the money. We won't spend it on ourselves. We'll give it to horses like Big Mac. And he will be ever so happy because of the money. Yay. I'm done. You, you have you you gave me this imagery where Big Mac sees like a dollar bill and he gets so happy. He does a little horse cheers thing. I really um and to to clarify, yes, we do donate. Cut there is actually <sighs> really okay. Well, okay, we donate our money to Red Wings Horse Sanctuary from our Patreon, and it goes to a horse that we sponsored named Big Mac. His name is actually Big Mac. Probably no relation to the show. And he's wonderful, and that's where all of your hard-earned cash goes when you donate to us. We do not use it on alcohol. We buy that ourselves. That's sure. all. We proudly. Speaking of Big Mac, if I may. Oh, by okay. all means. Shout out to Peter Mew. He, uh, ever since we met, he has offered me encouragement. He's very accessible. Uh, anytime I have a question about uh, voiceover as a business or as an art, He's uh, very happy to answer them. Uh, when he visited Los Angeles to uh, 
to sh have a showing of his film, Woodman. See Woodman, by the way. It's a wonderful short film. Took time out to come by the bar, say hello to me, and uh, just a swell guy, and I want to give him credit. Awesome. Then I think it's time for some Hawthorne Bunny questions. Uh, let's start with question number one, which is going to let you show off a bit of your IPA side. What is the best and the worst IPA you've tasted? Really drink IPA for the flavor. I uh, drink it for the buzz. I can say that the best IPA, my personal favorite IPA is one that they actually serve at Knuckles in the, uh, that's, that's the uh, hotel bar for BabsCon. It's a black IPA. And it's delicious, and that makes it all the more frustrating that theme performers are not allowed to drink during the course of BabsCon. Aww. Worst IPA I ever drank? Uh, probably Sierra Nevada. It's, it's pretty cheap. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. There was... Uh... I had a buddy bring over literally a full case of Sierra Nevada IPA selections and just, my goodness. I mean, I, I, there's, really, there's really no such thing as a bad IPA, in my opinion, but uh, Sierra Nevada is probably the last one I choose. Uh, the IPA I'm, I'm drinking right now, actually, is uh, Firestone Union Jack. It's pretty good. Cool. All right, question number two. What would you like to see in your ideal Spike episode? Um, I'm happy just uh, watching Spike be Spike. He's already he's already had uh, plenty of episodes uh, that show that explored his character, that explored his psyche. Uh, I'm thinking, you know, sooner or later. What what generation are we on? Generation four? Yes. Five coming up. Uh, looking forward to that, right. actually. I, I, I want to see what they do with it. Uh, hope Spike's in it, but... See them say goodbye to Generation four. Well, I mean, they gave him to Twilight. I can't see why they can't give him to Spike. I don't need all right, number three. What do you think of what do you think Spike is actually doing in the episodes where he's just inexplicably absent? Presumably, yes. He's doing what? Playing ogres and oubliettes. Oh, um, totally. Him, Big Mac, and maybe even Shining are getting in on a little bit of pony D and D action. Like well, maybe slips and snails, you know, they, uh, they, they strike me as gamer geeks. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. All right, uh, number four. Uh, this is an interesting question. I wonder if this one's going to keep coming up. Uh, do you have any impressions of voices from the show that you think you can do? <laughs> uh, not very good. Um... Semi-passable Granny Smith. It's a, it takes a bit of effort. <clears throat> really? Would you? 
would you be willing to try it for us? Please forgive me if it's not quite up to snuff. No, by all means. Like, we we ruin impressions all the time over here. Oh, I see you up, but it blooms are coming. Better ditch the hooch. That was really nice, actually. <laughs> that, I, I could feel the wrinkles. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's plastered. Okay. Let's see. Number... Oh my god. Number five. Which of the following superpowers would you rather have? A. The ability to create cutlery out of thin air. B. The ability to browse the internet with your mind. Or C. The ability to instantly remember things that would otherwise be on the tip of your tongue and bugging you all day. because that would greatly help with my improvisational skills. I wouldn't really need cutlery because uh, most of the things I eat are finger foods, and uh, as for browsing the web, I spend too much time on the web as it is. Totally fair assessment. I really like that, that answer. Let's see. Um, Grayson is just surprised that for some reason we allowed a Spike fan onto the podcast. <laughs> Lo and behold, we actually don't um, like yeah, the Alright. Uh, I didn't that? quite catch that. Yeah. Mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. Oh, 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 oh. oh yes, uh, yes, yes. No, no, no te preocupes, no es importante. Wait, are you guys speaking my language? Because you're yes, not speaking Yes, I am, Enigma. No me van a entender si hablo español, pues. Puedo hablar ya? Well, I, I have a couple of other words I could say to you, but I don't really? wish to. Okay, di uh, dime ya, pues. No me van a entender. I don't want to swear on the podcast, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to, but that's that. All right. Um, we're going now to uh, the other other guy who has a question for us. Um, the other guy loves to try and find just the strangest fan art possible. And here, apparently, uh, he wants to know how this makes you feel. It is... Spike showing off his left leg, but he has body hair like a human would. And scales at the same time. How does this make you feel? Hmm. I think that's well said. <laughs> I mean, I know, of course, that there is this element present in just about every fandom. But, uh, you know, I try to let them do their thing as long as uh, they don't have uh, any kids or any uh, sensitive audiences. Total understanding. I'm going to just get that out of here. That's making me <laughs> not 100%. And we'll move on to Lieutenant Major Dude, um, whose favorite character is also Spike. And he wanted to, tell to you, uh, make sure we told you that he loves you. Uh, thanks. I love you too. I guess. No, you gotta, you gotta say I love you too, random citizen. Wow. <laughs> Enigma, stop. Wait, is that a reference? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> reference to Doctor Horrible. No, 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 no. It's uh, Megamind. It is from Megamind. Oh, okay. 
It's been a while since I saw that one. Um, now we're going to Alex underscore, our resident intern, who has, first of all, made a wonderful um, Andreas emoji. Good job. You did it, Breeze. I'm proud of you. I, I stuttered. Oh. I tried. Um, this is for you. You can use this however you like. We have made this just for you. Um, Thanks a lot. That's That means a lot to me. That's, that's really cute. Thank you. And we got three questions. Um, oh. One, uh, and they're actually both to you and to Andreas. Um, I'll hit them at you first so that we get a little more time to think about how An Andreas would answer. Uh, number one, if you were a fish, what sort of fish would you be? Would be a flounder so I could lay on the seabed all day. Ooh. Uh, as for Andreas, uh, what kind of what kind of fish would I be? Well, uh, well naturally, I'd be a mussel. <laughs> I wasn't ready. Sorry. Good, good job. You you made priest like laugh yell. I'm proud of you. Okay, number two. It's sorry. It's the same question, but it's for fruit. So if you were fruit, what sort of fruit would you be? What sort of fruit would I be? Um, well, believe it or not, <laughs> I've uh, actually shown up to things uh, in the past wearing a bright yellow lab coat and a banana hat. So that's probably probably answers that question. <laughs> I'd be a banana. Ooh, okay. As for Andreas. <clears throat> kind of fruit would I be? Sinuating something? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, it took me a fuck second, but I caught now. I honestly, I really like the banana, though, because it's quite appealing. Chris, please die forever. No, I'm sorry, it, it's, it's fine. <laughs> you, okay. you, ju you just had to slip that one in there, didn't you? Hey! Oh my god. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, let's, let's, uh, uh, let's let's stem this one right now. Yes. Ah! I'm sure there's plenty more that are on the vine. You all hey, are I... a bunch of morons. <laughs> now Anon wants to beat us to a pulp. See, the funny thing <laughs> is that you said bunch of morons and they're bananas. <laughs> I'm so mad at you. Okay, let's move to the question number three. What is your funniest anecdote? So both to you, Gabe, and to Andreas. I've already told it. I told the one about uh, Peter New and Dana, uh, Dana Simpson. Uh, that, that really is the most entertaining one I, uh, I have. Good point. Uh, you had something, Pencil? I was just going to ask if um, this, I was going to say this doesn't have like if you work or I don't, I don't have a, a funny anecdote, but, uh, but I do have a story I like to tell. I'm going to have to paraphrase a bit because uh involved. Right. Of course. It was the time I got to meet George Carlin. <sighs> nice. That's special. It was. Wow. 
brother who is a prominent attorney in Las Vegas. I won't mention his name, but uh, uh, he did some work for this fellow called Dave, who was a repeat sound engineer for George Carlin at his. Uh... And I actually did stand up comedy and was a huge admirer of George. I... What stand up com What stand up comedian isn't an admirer of George Carlin? But. Uh arranged it so not only would i be able to attend one of his concerts at the orleans hotel casino in las vegas but go backstage afterwards and meet george and I, and I come i go there he comes out on stage george just knocks it out of the park classic carlin it's uh the show ends we get up we go backstage out he's dressed in glasses He's got a black baseball cap on. He's got a, a black long sleeve shirt on. Hey, Dave, how are you? They start talking to each other a bit. He turns to look at me. There I am wearing a Superman t-shirt. A comic? He says, yes. He walks up to me. Sir. Gabe, nice to meet you. Now, I had read in interviews with George Carlin that... Uh, that he doesn't really like to stick around after shows, so. And I say, uh, listen, George, I know you probably just want to get the hell out of here, so. A thank you very much for teaching a kid who had to grow up in a place like Las Vegas okay to be something other than a soulless jerk with a lot of money. Ooh. And George laughed at that. He smiled. He goes, <laughs> well, you just keep doing what you're doing and have fun with it. They'll come, trust me. So we take a photograph. Uh, he gives me a he gives me an autograph. Uh, we leave. Days later, I get a text message. Hey, did you hear George Carlin died? Think about it for a moment. I'm uh, just standing there silent, uh, thinking about George and about what he said to me. And I text him back, well, what did you expect him to do? Stand on his head and fart nickels? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. That, that is wonderful. I know. He, he, he definitely, I doubt he. You're breaking up and on. He would have that. He would have liked that. I, I like it, so. All righty, then. Uh, we've got questions now from Famous Last Words, who, once again, is jumping in on your favorite character being Spike, and has a question for you. In your opinion, how long will Spike it take... alone! Leave him alone! Famous no. love Spike. Famous exclusively only writes Spike-related stories, and as as a good character, mind you, he loves him as a protagonist. And so, what he's interested in is, in your opinion, how long will it take for Spike to grow into the size of the other teenage dragons that the show has depicted? Because he's clearly not a baby dragon anymore. Um, he's probably due for a growth spurt. Ooh, they're hinting so hard at something. <laughs> uh, 
the time is right. I mean, you know, when we, we were all little at one time, we all wanted to grow up and uh, we were eager to grow up, but, uh, and you know, we probably, we all probably wanted it to come a little sooner than it did, but, uh, but it was worth waiting for. It'll come in time. All good things come in time. Of course. Um, and then his final question is, uh, Blink-182 Blink or Green Day? I don't think he's going to be your friend anymore. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I had bad experiences with Blink-182. Oh, darn. Offense, I just uh, like Green Day better. Totally fair. All right, we're going to go now to Short Skirts and Explosions, a writer of Background Pony and several other amazing stories. Um, his question for you is, what doth life? Is the low-calorie version of Homer Simpson's preferred brand of beer. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Oh, that came, that came in wonderfully. <laughs> Let's see, the next question that we have comes from Eagle, who, okay, this question is interesting. What if your mum ran on batteries? Would turn down her volume significantly. <laughs> Take that, mom. <laughs> um, I love you. You're wonderful. Love you with all my heart, but you know it's true. We have a thing called an inside voice. <laughs> all right. Fim Forever now has questions. Who asks, first of all, if you had a week to live but couldn't leave your home, what would you do? Home? Is it the uh, house in which I live? Is it my, uh, is it the town in which I live? Is it uh, my home state? Uh, can you be more specific? Totally fair. And then you probably don't have to worry about dying. Number two, uh, what would you do if you were in the same situation um, but could travel? So what would be like your bucket list if you had a week left to live? Left to live? I would, uh, you know, I'd hop in my car, I'd drive back to Las Vegas, and I'd spend the uh, last few days I can with with my family. I mean, there is no better way to go out than to be surrounded by those who love and care about you. Very well said. All right. Uh, Pencil, I hope you have a drink by you because it's time. <gasps> it is! Okay. <clears throat> it's time for questions with Byline. Vylon, okay, what have I gotten myself into here? Vylon <laughs> is very well known as being one of our most distressing question askers. Um, but it looks like she's going <laughs> quite easy on you this week. Um, she really toned um, it down for you. Yes, uh, thank you, by the way. I, I wanted to thank you. I know that uh, your podcast is usually a lot uh, more risque than this, but... Uh, but I appreciate you keeping it PG-13. 
Oh, I, and and if I may, the reason I requested that on a bit of a tangent here. Oh, finally, it's always been of the very firm belief. Me, friendship is magic. Does not, not belong to the quote-unquote bronies. As and it always will belong to the kids. And the kids, trusting and very gracious by letting us share in it. If I can be avoided, I prefer not to do anything that would betray that trust. Totally understand. Because it, at the end of the day, it's the kids... The, the generation, the target audience for the show that's going to endure, not necessarily, quote-unquote, our fandom. Um, let's see. Uh, but Vylon's questions. Uh, let's go with the first question, which is, would you rather sniff your uncle's finger or a toddler's armpit? <laughs> uh, it depends. Uh, is, it, is it one of my dead uncles or is it one of my living uncles? I think the uncle was alive, but you know what? Now I have it in my mind. I think you have to be that specific now. Wow. Let me, let me have some more IPA here. I think we're going to need it. I don't blame you. But, uh, but seeing as how, seeing as how my, uh, my day job uh, brings me in contact with uh, with a lot of uh, with a lot of little children. I'm I'm probably used to the smell of a ch of toddlers' armpits right now. So probably my uncle's finger, just for a change of pace. Oh, fair. You know, add some spice to your life. And then the final question from the thread, which is your cue, Twitch. If you're out there and you want to ask our guests a question, let's get those questions flooding in. The final question from Vylon is, how is your day today? Well, I woke up after a full night's sleep, got to go to work, probably the best job I've ever had in my life, and it was a very slow day at work, but nevertheless, I got to make some children and their parents happy, and I, I got to drive around a, uh, what's basically an oversized toy train, and, uh, and then I come home and uh, all of you uh, getting to, you getting to know me, though I can't imagine why you would, but uh, I just hope I haven't bored you too much. So all in all, I'm no. having a hell of a day. You could say we're having a lot of pun. <laughs> Stop. Please, why? Someone has to. Oh, there's not enough pun in this world. All right, uh, we have a few questions from the chat, but after that, um, I think we'll open the floor to let Andreas talk about uh, the con a little bit and help promote FabsCon, right? Yeah. So the first question um, is from randomy284, and that's, what's your preferred size of doggo? My favorite breed of dog would be a German Shepherd, so yes. fairly large. 
uh, actually, my favorite pet was a German Shepherd named Baron, and I just love that dog. It's uh, so so yeah, it's, I'd say mid sized. Uh, priest, talk about you go. <laughs> oh, I I uh, rescued a twelve year old German Shepherd by the name of Hugo from a from a abusive family. So he's he's staring at me right now. Like, when is it off computer time? Yeah. It's time to play. Is, is Hugo there? Is uh, Hugo there? He's off in the he's off in the other room right now. He, so he won't be able. Hello, to Hello, Hugo. I hope you can hear me. I love you. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna play it loud when this goes up on YouTube, just so he can hear it. <laughs> all right um we have another question from lone troopers uh and i think this will probably answer that is uh, are you a dog person or a cat person or is there a mixture i don't own any pets myself i uh rent a room in a household so uh so no pets are allowed I was to adopt a pet, I would probably adopt a cat first because they're lower maintenance. I mean, I love dogs, don't get me wrong. Right. I, I love them both. Uh, any pet at all, I'd probably adopt a python. A python? Like snakes? I love snakes. I love snakes too, it's just not what I'm used Whatever. to hearing. Why, why python? Uh, uh, for one thing, snakes rule. They're very comfortable to wear around your shoulder. They're beautiful creatures. And uh, any household pests or uh, or s small children who are bothering me? Wait, can, can pythons even be put up for adoption? Yeah. Absolutely, yes. I'm sure, you can, you can buy a python. Yes. You can, you can adopt pigs, for that matter. It's true. Yeah. Well, uh, so, yeah. I suppose we give... Oh, by all means, go ahead. I'm done. I'm done with that question. Oh, okay. Um, um, we have a question. I think that is... I have, I have two... And then I... Because I think question by Lone Troopers is a good transition question. So the first is, what's your favorite reptile? Wow. <laughs> My favorite reptile, uh, uh, probably the one that was in Mortal Kombat Three. That was that was his best iteration. <laughs> oh. Okay. Wait, you mean the one where he actually has a snake face and doesn't look like a green ninja? That's the one. I like it. <laughs> Put on your true face. Don't hide behind a mask. That's what I say. All right. Uh, the next question and final question from uh, Lone Troopers is, what is your most heartwarming convention story? My most heartwarming conventions. You guys are going to make me cry. Oh. It was... Yay! Sorry. <laughs> two years ago, first year I played Andreas, and as theme performers are allowed to attend the VIP meet and greet, that's where uh, that's where guests who paid enough money uh, get to mingle and uh, maybe have a glass of wine or something with the uh, 
the middle of this, I forget who it was, but uh, but one of higher ups at the con and comes to comes to Copper Chip, the uh, the lady who was playing Copper Chip. Yeah, there's yeah. this young man sitting outside wants to come in but can't social anxiety come out and meet him yes and uh you know me and we uh we go out there we sit down with him i i i wish i could remember his name i really do but uh uh, but but there's actually uh, there's actually a video on YouTube that uh, me and Copper Chip while we were out while we were sitting out there talking to this young man and with them uh, you know a few other attendees sit down and join us and he he was just so happy I Aww. feel happy I made him I made him feel good and I anxious that's wonderful oh, done it. Oh, the waterworks are on man hey help, helping somebody with anxiety especially at a big event is very important well done this, this is the power that our community can do the power of these I actually like to put up the link the the link to uh the video with go me right ahead. pass it go, along go right ahead we'll post it right into our chat you go right ahead all right, hold on a sec. I watch this at least once a week. I love, I love watching it. It's copper chip says. Right, and there we go. Oh, there we go. I will put that into our chat. Thank you for that. I watch it at least once a week. All right, then um, that's all the questions that we have. So we'll try and close this out a little bit. What are you most excited about for the upcoming BabsCon convention? We have got one heck of a closing to the story arc. People who've attended the past two BabsCon are, BabsCons are going to appreciate. It's uh well written by an author whose name I'm not going to mention mm -hmm. but uh, but it really is a brilliant piece of writing a brilliant piece of storytelling and I can't wait for y'all to see it and that's we can't get any more excited than that um, and it's hard to believe that it's only 21 days away uh, I gotta get my head shaped sometime between now and then And then, of course, if you, anyone here who has, of course, watched this video and uh, would like to join us, whether it's Andreas or Sofiana or any of the other wonderful guests that we have coming up in the next few weeks out at BabsCon, you can get there, too. You can get your badge still. Sales are open. And, and if you would like to get a little few extra dollars off, maybe money's a little bit sparse, be sure to get your uh, use the coupon code barcast all capitalized letters to get an extra little discount once you check out 
you all there. I hope you have a great time. But that is everything that we've got for this week. Um, Andreas, thank you so much for coming on and answering our questions and, and putting up with our general sh uh, shenanigans. <laughs> the pleasure was all mine. Uh, Milk, are you awake? Uh, what's up? One thing before I leave, uh, please, if you like this podcast, please listen to Radio. That is an internet station uh, run by two very dear friends of mine. It's sci-fi for your Wi-Fi, and if you're lucky, you may hear a you may hear a bumper recorded by me as one of different comic book science fiction characters. Ooh, we'll have to make sure that we check that out. Thank you. Just my friends I'd mentioned. Ah, uh, nope. Thank you for doing it. And then, uh, be sure to... Oh, come on, Google. Work with me here. Um, be sure to tune in next week when we have the illustrious Strumpet Chan joining <sighs> us. Strumpet's a wonderful and dear friend of not only the Barcast, but Pencil and I. And we're going to make sure that she gets thoroughly interviewed. Later. Get excited, because it's going to get weird! But until then, thank you everyone for watching this edition of the BarCast. Your bartenders for this evening have been a non-pencil. Good night, everybody! And Andreas would say, keep on rocking! <laughs> Enigmatic Otaku. Goodbye, everybody. Milk. Ravage. You don't want to know what I've been looking at. Our <laughs> wonderful guest, Gabe. It was a pleasure. Thank you all. Thank you. And my name is Flutter Priest. See you next week. Da 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 da. da.